Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. It's kind of interesting in life. Sometimes while you're doing one thing, you're sort of climbing a ladder, doing something, and you think that's your goal and that's your purpose. In reality, uh, what what was happening is God was kind of preparing you for something else. You're like you're watching sheep and you kill a bear and you kill a lion and you're working with your slingshot and it's like I don't know this is what I'm doing. It wasn't for that. It was preparing you for a bigger thing. You know, mm-hmm. Goliath is preparing you for to you be know a king. to be a king, maybe preparing you for you know something mm-hmm. else. And I, I love those kind of stories where where one thing happens but it's actually repurposed in a new way. Today's guest has has done that. Is it the the one of the highest pinnacles that can, you can have when it comes to education, finance, and 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 influence in, in uh, uh, when it comes to being a hedge fund manager, when it comes to looking at complicated deals, when it comes, you know, billion-dollar situations, and, and the mind was strengthened in a way to see numbers, to have things jump out almost in a way like, you know, the Matrix, people saw the green letters and someone else saw the lady in the red dress. You know, they knew how to kind of look through that code and be able to, to interpret events and then it gets repurposed, and we have of a, of a, of a global crisis, a crisis of, of disease and death, but more of a crisis of misinformation and and uh, uh, bad actors manipulating events mm-hmm. for their benefit. So, so those skills can be repurposed. Today's guest, guest did just that. He's author of a book called "Cause Unknown: The Epidemic of Sudden." Deaths. He has a website called financetechnologies.com, and we always learn a lot whenever around him, Mr. Ed Dowd. Thanks for having me on again, guys. Great to be here. Uh, We are really looking forward to this. You know, some interesting information came out uh, about the CDC at the last part of January, and I wanted to run it by you. Um, I guess the CDC had drafted an alert in May of 2021 saying that uh, there was a link between myocarditis and the COVID vaccine, especially in young males. And I guess that there was an email that had gone out within the CDC saying that they were afraid that there would be panic. And so this information never came out until a FOIA request for this information finally made them release it. What is your thought on that? Because you've been you've been sounding the alarm for a long time, but now it's actually coming out from the CDC. Yeah. So in my book uh, that I wrote at the end of 2022, I said the information that I'm presenting to you Uh, we can see in the government databases and we know that the regulators see them as well. So at this point, it's a cover-up. So the the, the FOIA request shows a cover-up in process, basically. They knew in May of 2021, there was a signal that it was causing myocarditis in in young males. And there's a whole host of other problems, cancers, whatnot, whatnot, sudden deaths, disabilities and injuries. Uh, But it was a cover-up. And they made the decision, the Biden administration made the decision, along with the CDC, to not uh, give this information to the people. And here we are in 2024, and this vaccine is still on the childhood schedule. It's still being pushed in many places. The good news is, is that booster uptake is 6%. So, you know, luckily, shows like yours and others and, and my work and other people's work is getting out there word of mouth. I think it's so important. Mm. What's so concerning about this is May of 2021, that they were pushing it on our military, they were pushing it in colleges, in schools. You know, I mean, they knew that this could be a problem. Every and celebrity they, person they could get talking about. Yeah, it. and they were they were forcing it on our young men. Yeah, so we found a signal in the UK. That their data is a little more uh, available than the CDC. We're, we're analyzing the CDC data where we're going from all cause mortality down into causes, and. Uh, 
there was a signal for um, uh, cardiac events in the UK, deaths uh, in 15 to 44 year olds, uh, especially men. Uh, and the numbers are just off the charts. And the standard deviation signal was above 10, which is just a black swan event. So, you know, so they, they knew they knew there was a problem in May of 21. They continued. And now we see the results in 20, 21, 22 and continues in 23. So this, this is a cover up. The cover up is always worse than the crime. I don't know how we you know, like I wasn't in the room when all these decisions were made. But at this point, crimes have been committed, in my humble opinion. You, you referenced uh, a, a Reuters stat that shows 54% of people kind of are aware of this or, or or maybe even have an experience. They know someone who has experienced a, a, an ill effect from this. Where do you think this really is in the public consciousness? And as that increases, what kind of repercussions will that create a re, You know, with, with trust in the government, trust in the messages, trust in the CDC, those that we've kind of, okay, this, that, this is the mm-hmm. smartest among us in this area. We'll have him handle this. And you kind of, you know, turn your mind off. What do you think will be the, the cause and effect from this situation? Yeah. So there was a Rasmussen poll that came out earlier in January that said that 54% of all Americans uh, believe they know someone who was injured by the vaccine or died, or, you know, they believe the vaccine was the cause of these things. So, that's, you know, that is basically what I call we're reaching the Overton window. Uh, this has been a battle of uh, getting the information out. So we're getting to critical mass. And you can see it's starting to manifest right now in mainstream media. The layoffs at these, um, uh, you know, uh, newspapers and TVs, uh, news networks, it's massive layoffs. And that's yeah. because of the absolute loss of trust. And experts, so-called experts, that's that's a dirty word now. Uh, these people were nothing more than shills for pharmaceutical companies. Um, what, what, what led me down this path of discovery was I, I heard things that were just untrue from the beginning. You, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, like I knew because I of my Wall Street background that the mRNA had never been tested on humans; it had been tested on rats, and most of the rats died. So I said, this is probably not a good <laughs> idea. And nice. and then you know after tw- a twenty eight day uh, trial, clinical trial, they declared it was safe and effective. And I knew that I, intuitively, I knew that was nonsense because it takes seven to 10 years for a normal vaccine to be tested fully. And they just, they threw all that out and they, and they, and they ran this thing through. And unfortunately the test subjects are the 5 billion people who took the doses. It's true. And with a little bit more research, it, it from my understanding, it looks like the CDC is still recommending the fifth dose for young, healthy people, even if they've had COVID. Yeah, th- th- so that, that's malfeasance, in my humble opinion. That, I mean, th- 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 this is a classic psychopath uh, um, modus operandi. I saw this on Wall Street. You know, Enron was a fraudulent company, and the CEO and the CFO were, you know, whispering to their investors all the way down to zero on the stock and until they were in handcuffs that everything was fine. This is once once you're they, they lie until they're caught. And that's where we are with the CDC, the FDA. Uh, there's institutional corruption. They're they're captured. They're owned. I, I saw a stat today that the CDC has 57 patents on vaccines. Why? Why? What are they a vaccine company? I'm just trying to understand what they are, actually. It's a great question. Uh, yeah, this is speculative, and this would be like maybe just sitting around, you know, having coffee, talking kind of a question. And I'll, I'll hold you to it. But 
when there's this, this, this duality in our culture of you turn on the television, you're watching sports and you got Travis Kelsey on there. Like, Hey, don't just get the vaccine booster, get your flu shot at the same time, mm-hmm. get two at once. There has to be some sort of conversation. I would think with an agent and somebody around of why a healthy professional athlete would, would not only think, you know, when you adore something, it's like, Oh, you know, I drink this coffee, you know, you should too. Mm-hmm. Um, how is there that big of a section of our country that, that that someone like that would agree to? And I know we made $20 million for doing the commercial, but enough to where it's it's accepted in culture to promote something that not only is not maybe questionably necessary, you know, for a head cold that most people survive mm-hmm. just fine, especially if you're a professional athlete, but, but a lot of evidence to show it's harmful. Mm-hmm. How how do we have this going on in our society? It's almost like having an advertiser saying, you know what's good? You know what's fun? We'll kind of spice up your mm-hmm. life a little bit. Drunk driving. You know, I mean, if you want to have a good Friday night, get tanked and drive home. Like it's almost that kind of a kind of an ad. How does that happen in a culture, in a society? You know, again, it's speculative. And just I'm just curious, like, what would you say in that conversation? Well, so this 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 problem started, you know, 30, 40 years ago, and it's been a slow creep of a fusion between government and corporations, which, you know, that's the definition of fascism. So basically, unfortunately, all the regulatory bodies have been captured by uh, the people they're supposed to regulate. It's at the EPA, it's at the FDA, it's at the CDC. So over time, uh, this fusion between government and corporations, and then that gets back to the politicians in, in, in their in their uh, lobby, you know, they get lobbied by these people and they get the campaign donations. So it's this circular uh, um, uh, uh, money train where everybody profits at the expense of the common citizens. So this is the culture we have. And it, it didn't happen overnight. It's been creeping on us for decades. And unfortunately, we didn't see it until it manifested in, in what I call the, the, de- the death and injury jab. And it finally exposed everything. So this has been going this, this has been going on forever. We've seen pharmaceutical companies uh, jam drugs through. Vioxx was one that uh, Pfizer ended up, or Merck ended up paying billions of dollars. Pfizer was fined $2.2 billion for, you know, fraudulent uh, sales to doctors or sales material. And this has been going on. These, these, are, these are criminal organizations that are allowed to, uh, you know, under the color of law, push their products. So true. So, so you are actually going to be heading. You're, you you live in Hawaii, but going to be heading so over to the main. Appreciate you talking to us before the sun's even up. I know up. exactly. You're, you're a machine, but heading here because there's some important things that you see going on uh, that you want to address and kind of be a part of. Can you touch on that at all? Yeah. So there was there was a conference in Romania in November, I believe, last year. Uh, a, a COVID uh, conference from the frontline doctors and a lot of scientists. I was not able to attend, and uh, they wanted to recreate that uh, vibe and, and all the things they accomplished there in D.C. So they joined up with CPAC, and they're not going to be on the main stage at CPAC, but they have some side rooms. I'll be speaking at one of those with a, a lot of my other colleagues in this fight. And then Senator Ron Johnson's going to have another uh, hearing in D.C. on the 26th that Monday, and I'm going to go speak at that as well. And the, the idea is... Uh, I, I'm of the opinion the vaccines have caused tremendous harm. We're going to talk more about policy and the implications and what's going to happen to the economy. Um, 
And uh, I'm going to present data that shows uh, the devastating impacts through the excess deaths, the disabilities, and the injuries. And the injuries are represented through lost work time. And all these numbers are in the databases. I'm just going to show the numbers, say this is the cost, and we're going to put a number on the economic cost, which is just the dollar amount that people don't take into, into effect, the, you know, the multiplier effect, the productivity lost, all the resources we're going to have to divert to take care of these people. But so I'm going to come up with a, an estimate, and it's probably going to be, I can make the case that my, my hard estimate is probably 5 to 10x bigger than that through the multiplier effect. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to say, look, if you don't believe it's a vaccine, fine, it is. Uh, but these numbers are real, and, these, the, and the health of this country is going sideways. And if you don't address it, this is on you. So they can't, they can't hide from the data is the point. And there's still people that are, are asleep. Um, it's hard to, to believe, but there are still people that don't know uh, what's going on. And so Flyover Family, this is our job. You can get the book, Cause Unknown, The Epidemic to Sudden Deaths in 21 and 22, and get this to people. This is a great tool that Ed might not ever meet them, might not ever know them, but you do. And this is something to have, able to use to wake people up to get this information out there so more deaths are not coming. Because I think it's so important that people know exactly yeah. what's going on and they get the information. Financetechnologies.com. That's with P-H, not an F at the front. If you're just listening on Apple or Spotify, one of those platforms, it's P-H, so financetechnologies.com. Uh, kind of last question as we head, head into this is what – what ground has been taken kind of in this war of ideas and data so far? What are the, how are the sales going for pharmaceutical companies? Is there, is there a, an awakening that you can detect in the numbers and the data? So if you look at the stock charts of Pfizer and Moderna, they're hitting uh, new lows every, you know, not every day, but they're, 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 they're at lows. Pfizer went below its COVID Pre, pre-COVID uh, stock price. So all their advances have been given back. Moderna, eventually, it's a one-product company. I expect Moderna to go bankrupt. Pfizer may go bankrupt someday through lawsuits, we'll see. But the numbers are bad. They're cutting. Uh, Pfizer had to cut a bunch of employees. They brought their uh, estimates way down. Um, the booster uptake is 6%, so no one's buying this anymore. Uh, the joke is this. The thing doesn't work. It never worked. And then there's huge safety issues. So coupled with those two things, why take something that doesn't work and could, you know, potentially harm you? So that that's the that's the that's the cruel joke that's making its way through the uh, word of mouth. Uh, what what really bothers me is the government institutions, a whole host of doctors in the, in the, still in the field and, and uh, the media won't report this because this is this is costing lives. How do you see this playing out? We're in election year. Um I don't know that any candidate, let's assume it's Trump and Biden. I don't know that either one of them want to talk about vaccines as far as a, a, a campaign uh, issue, but how do you see this playing out? Let's say there, there is a, a, a second Trump presidency. Uh, it definitely would create a shakeup. I don't think he would have Fauci in charge of anything anymore. He's kind of stepped to the side. Do, do you see a, a leadership role in a government level making a difference in how this plays out, you know, with, with, their ability to advertise market the way that's presented uh, these kind of mandates, you know, on those kind of fronts, do you, what, what do you, do you have any hopefulness for this moving mm-hmm. forward? So today's February 6th, the elections in November, you're right. Trump and Biden do not talk about this issue. There's a third candidate, Bobby Kennedy, who's thrown a wrench into the mix. 
and, and he's talking about it. And here's, here's the election map that Trump and Biden should look at. 25% of Americans didn't take the vaccine. And they, under, they underwent huge discrimination. A lot of family mm-hmm. members shunned them, friends shunned them. This is, for many of those people, it's a single, single voter issue. Then you have another 18% that were injured by the vaccine that are still alive. And maybe 9% of them have figured out that it was the vaccine. So you have 34% of the American electorate that this is one of the biggest issues for them. And those two candidates are, aren't talking. I think uh, as we roll through time, that's going to have to be addressed. That's going to have to be addressed. And, and, and I think the first one to do it, uh, and, 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 you know, if it's Trump, my, my words to him would be like, admit you made a mistake, ask for forgiveness and move on and be, you know, and, and, and then, you know, you would, you would get support. If he doesn't do that, he's going to be in trouble. Yeah. Biden, we all, Biden isn't going to mean anything. Biden, Biden's not with us. I don't think he's actually cognizant of what's going on. His administration has blood on their hands through the mandates. I, I do. True. I do see uh, President Trump has stopped bragging about the vaccine, mm-hmm. uh, which is a move forward. But now it's just kind of become a, a you know something to the side. Do you do you think it would be received well if he came on and he's like you know I, I look at remember when 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 it was first blown up and like they said we needed respirators. And it's like, okay, so he just moved. He's just like, you know, bam, bam, bam. Let's the get ventilators like, and stuff. Ventilators. I mean, yeah, the ventilators. He he got 3M and uh, uh, Fruit of the Loom and maybe General Motors. There's several companies all working together, and they they started creating ventilators. And they got way more than they needed in a short period of time. Well, looking back, like, ventil- that was never a win. Uh, but that's the information he was given. He just kind of acted on it. Do you think if he put it in a bucket like that, like, I'm a doer, and advisors tell me to do that, like, that, that that's – that's a category that it's just, that's where it was. Do you think that'd be received well if he came out and addressed it? Or do you think that would just be a soundbite that'd be further manipulated against him? And it's better just to leave it there and drop it and move forward in a, in a, with a, with a, with a new mindset. I, I, I look, I've lived a life where I've, I've realized that when you make a mistake and I had to figure this out on wall street, whenever I made a mistake, you had to admit it quickly and then take action. And in, in my world, it was a stock that was wrong. And you had to flush it down the toilet and, and sell it. Um, I think what uh, Donald Trump, President Trump, needs to do is um, basically admit, admit he made a mistake, pull a 180, ask for forgiveness and move on. I think the American people would forgive him. I think we've actually even seen that, like with Willie Nelson. You know, Willie Nelson's <laughs> like, hey, I smoked dope. You know, and people are like, okay. You know, and they just kind of moved on. But, you know, I think with Clinton, you know, he was like, no, no, I didn't. I didn't do that. You know, everybody's like, whatever. They lost complete, you know, respect for him. So I do believe that the American people are like, OK, if you just say the truth, OK, when we can move on and we can forgive you. And then what's the next subject? I think the American people would, but I, you know, CNN and, you know, all the 96 percent of the mainstream media would probably use that as a, a hammer to smash him with but then the american people would probably look at him and be like True. Oh, i don't care about the mainstream media well you know i i have some thoughts on that uh by uh trump did not mandate it and uh he did he he was for free choice and uh i think they would not even want to highlight this issue because they're all complicit in the murder and the cover-up as well the media the media company so it'd be very interesting they, they may mm-hmm. try to bury it that's a that's a great point 
That is so why. Good. That's why you have a brilliant mind. That's why you're Ed Dowd and I'm not. Um, uh, that's why we're interviewing you. <laughs> FinanceTechnologies.com with the PH, FinanceTechnologies.com. You can go there, also register for a newsletter. So when there's updates, new information posted on there, uh, you get it firsthand, uh, Flyover Family. Ed, thanks for for just always being at the tip of the spear, being able to say the truth no matter what, and uh, kind of walking out what you said there, which is like, hey, I got to speak the truth and, and no matter what the consequences. So thank you for doing that. You've been a real uh, source of encouragement for us specifically. For those of you that are my age or maybe even you know a little older in that range, you probably remember this commercial. Where's, Where's the beef? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I guarantee if, if there's a cut in the supply chain due to weather, any other kind of political attack, we're in election year, your kids are going to be looking at you saying that exact same thing if all you've stored is rice, beans, and maybe some pudding. They're, they're like, <laughs> where's, where's the, the beef? beef? They want to substitute real beef for stuff made in a lab. It's alive! It's alive! Even if you're, you know, kind of a prepared person, you've got a few things stored, it's hard to take care of the protein source in a way that's still enjoyable. These prices are so good and the beef isn't in such good quality. You could be storing this beef and use it on a regular basis. This could be part of your Taco Tuesday experience because you don't have to worry about storing it in a freeze location. The girl has tacos. So go to flyovermeat.com. Use promo code flyover for a huge discount. Again, flyovermeat.com. Promo code flyover. My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones. No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. For more great content, go to FlyOverConservatives.com.